stick with for whether I liked it or not a year um, and just keep with it month to month I was going to be I did I, there was a time where I was doing episodes week to week and I mean that was just a lot and it's kind of stressful maybe I can pick up the pace and just start releasing them more on a regular basis but for the time being uh, this is what I've been able to produce and I think the coronavirus has kind of put everyone on halt and out of stall, but uh, I mean, as time has gone on, it's kind of become the new norm for people, and I think everyone's kind of realizing that. A um, couple things I'm going to talk about today, off just the top of my dome here, is uh, some stuff that I've been dealing with. I mean, I've been training about two or two people um, just in my basement with... Uh, just general strength training people that are completely new to it and teaching them has been a really interesting experience for me because I've been able to just really look at how it is, you know, someone learns something from scratch again when it's completely foreign to them, um, especially teaching them after the fundamentals of a deep full squat is, has been really an interesting thing because there's just so much information out there about um, how people think they should squat um, versus the, the proper way to do it. And I'm no scientist or doctor by any means, but um, I've, I mean, I've been weightlifting and powerlifting, whatever training now for a handful of years, and I've been around some relatively legitimate people. So I like to just take what it is that they've taught me and just kind of put it into my own. It's been filtered into my brain, and now it's coming out of my mouth through a funnel. So basically, so yeah, that's this is how it is, and yeah, teaching them the squats been really interesting. Um, I mean, most people think originally when they start back squatting that they have to, they can only squat to a certain height. You know, they they're not taught that it's okay for your knees to pass over your toes, which I mean, for any good squatter, any good weightlifter in general. Um, or any person knows that, I mean, that's completely, that's not true. You can squat all the way down. It's okay if your nose do pass your knees. And I find with these people also, they're like, oh, is there a certain way i got to set my stance for a squat or whatever? I mean, no, there's no perfect way. There's no right way to set up your squat, really. Um, everyone's uh, limbs um, are going to be different. And with that being said, not every squat stance is going to be, there's not a uniform front squat, or squat stance that's gonna be um, best for just every single person. I mean, me, myself in particular, I always squat better 
with a somewhat closer stance. My toe is pointed out. Um, that's just always worked well for me. I've tried low bar squatting too. Uh, just it's another squat variation from the high bar squat, and it doesn't. Low bar squats. Uh, that's really interesting too. I got to try low bar squats. Something else to be experimenting with, and I, I just I can't do it. I don't know how people are able to lift more weight like that. It's just so uncomfortable putting it down there. I've tried it. I've worked with it for a couple of sessions, and I wasn't able to lift more weight. So I don't know what it is, but. Well, maybe it's something I could eventually get used to, adjust to, but uh, I just trashed it and I went back to high bar back squatting because it's just everything I've known and been comfortable with for such a long time that I, uh, I, I'm just going to stick with it. It's just what's comfortable for me. That's all I know at this point Even for so many years. Maybe I just honestly wasn't putting the bar low enough on, on uh, my back squat because I see some people... That are just so huge, and I see them low bar back squatting, and they're just bending over so much. And I mean, I'm not really doing that full bend over. I guess we call it in my own terms. Um, it just really goes to show uh, I mean, just like something that you see with every low bar back squat is that you're really bending over in your knees, and your like face is like almost not touching your knees, but like. It almost seems like your face is about to go into your knees or some shit, and people are hitting depth at that, like with the squat stance. But I, I don't know how they do it, or some people how they do it, but uh, I mean, they make it happen. So, um, I don't know, I guess it's something I have to experiment with more. Maybe I really have to put that bar so low on my back and just play with it. Well, anyways, back to talking about training people and squat, um, proper squat technique and everything. So, Ultimately, I guess, uh, key takeaways from that is just like when you're generally squatting, just recognize that there's no perfect way to really do a squat. The, the best way to do it is your own way. And I mean, any trainer, any person that's showing how you squat originally might give you some basic, simple guidelines to follow. But ultimately, it's your squat, um, and it's done your way. And you need to figure out what's going to work best for you. Maybe it's a low bar back squat. Maybe it's a high bar back squat. Maybe it's something that's in between. Um, my coach personally does something kind of in between the two. He, he doesn't put it all the way up on his neck, but he kind of lowers it a little, uh, not like down past his, like onto his scaps, but like pretty, like onto the meaty part of his, uh, that shelf that he creates when he racks the bar on his back. So. That's what I've got to say about squatting technique. On to the next subject, I suppose. And that is going to be uh, what I've done personally, I guess, as an athlete and kind of my own reflection on it. And that being, um, I stopped training CrossFit. I did that for seven weeks. I tried it. And my God, that shit was excruciatingly painful. I personally just like fucking going to the gym, getting a great pump, and I enjoy being strong. I love that stuff. I would love to have bigger arms. I actually measured my arms the other day for the first time. They were only... What were they? 
15 and a half, maybe 16 inches. And I was like, holy shit. People are always bragging and talking about how wonderful it is to have 16, 18 inch arms. And uh, man, that shit must be a grind. 18 inch arms, I mean, that's where you start to grow hairs on your chest. I'm assuming in the bodybuilding world. I, I don't know uh, much about bodybuilding. I know how to, how to pe get people stronger, but when it comes to bodybuilding, that shit's like another foreign language to me that I don't know how to do. And I, I know it's a bunch of reps and about squeezing the muscle in certain particular ways. You know, I think it'd be great if I could have someone come on the podcast and talk about bodybuilding. That'd be great. So if you are one of the people that actually listen to this show and support it, you're into bodybuilding, even remotely into bodybuilding, hit me up. Teach me something. We'll talk about it over session. We'll capture that information. And I'll just share it with the small world, small audience that I have, which is about, I don't know, between 20 and 30 people right now. Not huge, but uh, I mean, the podcast audience for the show is definitely growing a little bit, bit by bit. Um, it's definitely a work. I mean, you get you get started with it and you're so motivated to do it on certain days and then after so many months and so many weeks of even doing it you eventually get almost a little tired of it i felt like it was getting it was like becoming work i had so many guests lined up for a certain period of time and then after i just did it i mean a podcast with all these people i was just getting tired of um interviewing these people and it just felt, it was starting to feel like work to me, so I just took a break for a while, and then before you know it, it's like, hey, I don't even know if I can keep up with a podcast a month, like, shit. This is a lot of work, uh, but I'm going to see it through at least one podcast a month till the end of this year, and if you guys are listening, and you like the podcast, you like the show, anything that'll help, just leave a rating on it, leave a comment, um... And things that you would like to hear. I'd like to talk about just your honest feedback and thoughts. I don't really care. Just leave something. So, um, yeah, where was I? Lost my train of thought here. It's not the same when you don't have anyone talking to you. These solo shows. Oh, something else. I literally, to just try and motivate myself to get on this talk and do something here, I thought it might put my mind at ease to get into a warm bathtub, just turn the water on and start talking. I don't know if you've heard the water running this whole time or if this mic could pick it up or if I'm going to be able to edit it out, whatever. But I just thought that might kind of help me bring in some thoughts and some things because it's pretty interesting. Once you get talking, one thought kind of leads to another. So, um, so yeah, where was I? CrossFit. Yeah, so I ended that. Now I'm doing powerlifting. Man, 2020 is the year of trying a bunch of different shit and seeing if it works out or not. Weightlifting, eh. I think there was a time where I'm... I think I did 315 for a double. I could have done it for maybe a triple. Um, which is still very mediocre in terms of my weight class, so... I feel like powerlifting is one of those things that you can just do. Um, you just need to put a lot of effort into in training and... It's just consistent. Like, all the movements, they're not scary. There's nothing deadlift. There's nothing scary, in my opinion, when it comes to deadlifting. There's nothing scary, in my opinion, 
when it comes to squatting heavy weight. There's nothing scary in my opinion when it comes to bench pressing. So I think powerlifting is definitely something that I can succeed at as long as I don't have any sort of genetic limiting factors. My buddy Zach is squatting 495 now and he was a weight class below me and I feel like a piece of shit now because I need to get that up. Um, I, I used to be squatting, I used to be pretty good squatter, like, I've been squatting in the 400 range for such a long time, and it's time to change that, it's time to break new barriers, that's what I want to do, I want to get better, so, powerlifting's my new thing for now, weightlifting, I don't know, maybe I'll go back to it when I'm stronger, because right now I'm not that strong at all, that's for damn sure, so we'll see, now that leads training goals, this year, powerlifting. I'd like to be able to deadlift 550, conservative goals 550, uh, squat 500 conservatively, um, bench press 350 was the goal for this year, although I kind of think I'm going to blow that out of the water. If I can get into that 365 plus range on bench press, that'd be pretty big, I think. So, I keep pushing that. Did 340 the other day on testing, so um, just going to keep going above and beyond and see what I can do on that. But, um, yeah, so powerlifting training for now. That's where the new, new thing is that my testing week did not go well for me at all. Jeez. 340 bench, that was the only thing I PR'd. Squatted only 435. My best ever is 460. My best ever um, deadlift is over 500. I did 50 or 500 for two reps. So I think I do 515, maybe 520 for one. Not a good day, but when I tested my deadlift that day, I only did 475. So. It's a bad week of testing, but at least I have some real solid max numbers to work with going forward. There's no me, okay, I haven't maxed out in like several, two or three years because I haven't maxed out my back squat in such a long time, and I was finally able to do it the other day. Um, so I have a really good idea and gauge as to where my maxes are at this point. And now do some real training based off of those numbers versus these arbitrary numbers that I think I should be hitting when and think that I'm capable of hitting when clearly I'm not. So it's really humbling. And uh, training up to that point, I think I was training with that max that was way too heavy. That's for sure. I was training with uh, a, a back squat max of 460 and. Um, that was not, that was not doing me any justice. I could have been too fatigued that day. There are a lot of things I can look into that, with my training, that just didn't work out for me. Um, it could have caused it, but, I mean, it just is what it is. Ultimately, you need to train within the numbers that you are capable of, personally, and get better from there. There's no working with arbitrary numbers, etc. You need to train within your limits, swallow your humble pill, and you can't max out on every session. 
it's it's a stop. It's the hardest thing in the world to do because some days you might be feeling great and you're like, fuck, I mean, I can really lift a lot of weight today, and then it just doesn't end up that way. So trade conservatively, best get put putting good reps, good intensities, work on your weaknesses, and good things will happen. I mean, my buddy Zach. Uh, his old back squat max was 450. He did put 50 pounds on his squat, and I don't know how many, how many months. It's insane. To think about it, actually. I don't know if his bench press went up at all. Russ said it did, but I mean, he said it didn't. But overall, he's doing really well. So really cool to think about and grasp. All right, let's see here. I got anything else I'm going to talk about here with you guys today. Um, any parts of wisdom that I can incorporate into your training lives. Whatever squat fundamentals, just general tangents on my training and my own takeaways from them. But, uh, yeah, I guess I'll just wrap it up with, with this and just say that when you are training... Generally, you do not need to be training. If you're training for strength, you do not need to be training um, at over 90% of your one rep max. I've looked at articles. I've worked with Russ and and Zach. I mean, just from seeing what he's accomplished with Russ, uh, my, which is my co- a coach of mine, um, he was training at sub-maximal intensities, training between 70 and no more than like maybe 85% of his one rep max. Zach hadn't squatted over 400 pounds when he did 495 in several months, I think. It'd be great if I had him on this podcast to be able to clarify that with me, but I'm pretty sure that was the case with him. So if that doesn't tell you anything, it's it's all about training consistently, putting in good day-in and day-out work at weight that's sub-maximal. And it's okay. You might get done on a set and be like, wow, that wasn't even hard. That is okay because you are training your nervous system to take on more weight through all the consistent effort that you were putting into it. And that's really fine. And I still have trouble following that because I'm just the guy that really likes to fucking grunt and lift that heavy-ass weight. But just stay the course and... Everything will work itself out. If you got... So just work at that. That's, in my opinion, the best way to train. I mean, obviously, you have to incorporate fatigue management and whatnot. And there are certain um, principles of strength training you need to follow. Uh, Let's see if I can name them here. So we got the... Strength training principle, number one, I do not know what order they're in, but there's the overload principle, which basically states that in order for the muscle to grow or to get stronger, you need to overload it with increasing, you need to increase the resistance over time. And that's that over time. And that can be, you know, that doesn't mean adding five pounds. You squat every single week for a year, because then if everyone was doing that, everyone would be squatting. A uh, shit ton of weight, and I mean, it'd be interesting to try. I mean, you can go ahead and try it, but it's eventually it's not gonna work. Um, 
And yeah, and then the, another principle that I always, I can never forget about this because I'm not good at it, and that's fatigue management. You need to be able to structure your workouts for yourself over the course of weeks, months, years, whatever, however long it is you plan on training, um, at relative intensities to your one rep max that are not going to fatigue you to the point of where you're overtraining and you're actually doing more harm than good, basically. Because if you fatigue yourself, you're actually making yourself weaker. Um, and your body's not going to recover properly and you're going to hinder your progress. And that's why fatigue management is always very important. Um, I think the basic strength training principles, and, I, and honestly I can't remember... Uh, oh wait, undulation is one, and I don't know how to define that. And then the fourth one, or if there are three, oh, I can't remember how many strength training principles are. This is bad. You guys are catching me on the spot. It goes to show how much I know. But yeah, so but I think the strength training principles, I mean, to a certain degree, can kind of be disregarded if you're completely new to training and you're training the right way i think it's always important to go to the gym every single day and lift more weight because honestly when you first start weight training i think you are physically capable of more than doing than what you think you can do um just because uh people put these have these mental limits on themselves where they think that they're incapable of lifting certain amounts of weight or they just look at people and like these people that can lift a lot of weight as if they're like gods and whatnot and that's not the case at all I think any person who has the discipline to show up to the gym on a regular basis I think a majority 40 to 40 to 50 percent of the people that walk on this planet are capable of doing a 500 pound deadlift which is actually quite a lot of people if you think about it if you consider a whole world population there are so many people out there capable of doing a 500 pound deadlift um, and then as that number gets higher I mean that number goes down like there isn't everyone that is born that can deadlift 600 or more pounds not, I mean not everyone can do that that's for sure um, and yeah, so it's all about discipline, consistency, showing up on a regular basis, especially in those beginner stages and just pushing yourself like forget the fucking program just show up and train if you're starting out uh, and then work on your technique as you go. And then once you start to plateau and things haven't really changed in a couple of weeks or not weeks, but like months, I guess, since you've been testing then maybe it's time to get on something more structured and that's when you can start consulting a coach but it's so funny all these personal trainers they take these beginners and they put them on this super regimented program that could be super fucking boring and I mean some people that start out with personal training they're looking for these fast results and that's not the case at all and if you're a trainer and doing that to someone who's just starting, you're honestly really just taking their money. Because you know that in order to actually have any success in sports or training or whatever, it takes a lot of discipline, consistency, and time of working out in order to achieve 
a, des a, a, a good desired result, you know? I mean, dieting and losing weight doesn't happen overnight like that. It, it, it takes time and consistency and discipline. And that can not just be said about weightlifting, but it can be said about just a lot of things in life, really. So, right here, well, I just chatted for about 20 or so minutes. Didn't want to keep it longer than this. If you actually listen to the whole podcast... Uh, and this whole episode, I hope you enjoyed it. I haven't just been sitting in the fucking tub this whole time. Rambling on about weightlifting. There's no structure to this. Um, if you enjoyed it and there's something you took away from it, please leave a comment on the episode and your thoughts on it. Greatly appreciate it. Um, also smash the, uh, what is it, the star rating thing. Give it five stars. Or if you think it's absolute shit, give it one star. And that'll give me a perspective as to how well or how badly or how good I'm doing. So, I'm signing off now. It was great talking to you all from the three Dunn Road headquarters Feeny home place in my bathtub. It's been a nice, warm, hot chat. Keep training. Keep going. You go run up if you want. 50 shots up in this back, I won't let her. XD niggas call for redder. Shoot first, you do yourself a favor. Report like I'm Craig Sager. Back out, niggas in with the bluffing. Dread boo and niggas shoot you for nothing. Ten toes on your block like I'm drumming. SK, I have a blink. It's Rob Smoke. It's that nigga from the floor, shit, bitch, right back. And I don't politic, cause niggas ain't like that. I drop a slip or two and get a light pack And I don't care if you lose this time mercy on me Have mercy on my soul Don't let my heart turn cold Have mercy on me Have mercy on my soul Don't let my heart turn cold Have mercy on me, man Many, 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 man Wish they for me Yeah, I don't cry no more I don't look to the sky no more Cause I got it on me I got it on me I got it on me You could run up if you want Mercy on me